Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Lucky Whitehead, a nondescript member of the Dallas Cowboys who has played in 30 games for the Cowboys. He started, you know how many games Lucky Whitehead has started? You know the number? The number's one. The man has started one game. He's mostly a special teams guy, a kick, a kick returner. That's it. That's it. That's Lucky Whitehead's lot in life in the NFL, trying to make his name, and he's made a name lately. You had the dog napping, held for ransom, and then he got supposedly released because of some shenanigans in Virginia, which turned out to be a case of false shoplifting charges, and now... We have advanced the story. Jerry Jones breaking down into a ball of tears almost. Very emotional, Jerry Jones. On Tuesday evening in California, the Cowboys holding training camp in Oxnard. Not that far away from where we broadcast from the headquarters of the Fox Sports Radio Empire. And Jerry Jones was quizzed a number of times whether or not he had any second thoughts over releasing Lucky Whitehead who, again, it turned out that was a false shoplifting charge. The police in Virginia said, hey, somebody screwed up. Bad job by us. It was a, all, Everyone uh, made a mistake here uh, involving uh, the, the situation. Well, I don't think they said everyone made a mistake, but they said it was a misunderstanding. And somebody else, some other guy claiming to be Lucky Whitehead, 
was able to rob the convenience store and then get away with it, claiming to be Lucky Whitehead. Perhaps some of that is embellished. But Jerry Jones was clearly annoyed that his judgment and that of his beloved Dallas Cowboys are being questioned on this particular matter. So let's talk about this. Now, Lucky Whitehead himself tossed a hand grenade because he talked to the Dallas media and he said, let's not sugarcoat anything. Lucky Whitehead pointing out, he said, listen, I, I was pretty much been, I've been pretty much called a liar by the Dallas Cowboys. So now with that as the backdrop, so, you know, Jerry saw that quote. He was asked about this repeatedly because the Cowboys don't look very good in all of this. And that led to Jerry Jones at the end of his media session on Tuesday with the Dallas reporters uh, ranting about all of this. I've never talked to a player that I didn't have empathy. Now, you're talking to somebody here that if y'all have done one thing in my time and to criticize me is how I will back up a player to a fault. You've done it. You've done it for years for that. I will back them up to a fault so that when we do make a decision around here that in best interest of the team to move on, there's one thing you can forget about, and that is whether you're being fair or whether you've given it consideration of uh, what it means to the individual. That doesn't happen around here. All right, so that's Jerry Jones uh, wandering off after that, a heartfelt load of BS from the Cowboy owner. It, it certainly appears that the football team in Dallas, that there there is a chance at litigation involving Lucky Whitehead's release, and that's what a lot of people are, are claiming, a lot of Sharp people say, well, Lucky Whitehead has a case here. Uh, More on that in a moment. But the question right now is, how concerned should Jerry Jones be over all of this, the possible lawsuit and uh, the, uh, the case against Dallas releasing this guy when it turned out that it was not Lucky Whitehead that was stealing stuff from the convenience store in Virginia, the Wawa's in Virginia. Now, legally, the Cowboys are in good shape. They're in pretty good spot. But this is more about reputation and protecting the brand for Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. And I'll tell you why. First of all, Jerry Jones is one of the five most self-confident, arrogant people in sports. He's got extra scoops of arrogance. He does. You know that. I know. We all know that, right? Everyone knows that. Nevertheless, Jerry Jones is worried about the optics. That's why he came out throwing some haymakers here. He likes to be considered a father Flanagan type, and that's that's to a fault. That's to a fault with Jerry Jones because you look at the Cowboys in the spot that they're in right now, and they got a lot of guys that have taken advantage of that and have done stupid stuff. And individually, it's like, well, most of it's not that big a deal. But collectively, when you add it all up, you're like, this is a mess. But Jerry Jones has had a reputation. If you're good enough, you will get a second and third opportunity with the Dallas Cowboys. In this particular case, it does not smell good. It does not smell good. Cowboys jumped the gun. Why? Now, my analysis on this, the reason the Cowboys jumped the gun with Lucky Whitehead, they thought they had an opportunity to be the good guys. They'd gotten so much backlash the last 10 days or so with their players doing dumb things and getting in trouble for minor, mostly minor offenses, it all added up. The backlash was there. 
And so the players acting like knuckleheads, the Cowboy management, they saw an opportunity, much like a running back. You see the hole there. You see some daylight. You're going to go for it. Every coach tells you, go for it. See the light, you go for it. The Cowboys saw the light. They saw an opportunity to unload a player who got in trouble, and they were going to win some social media applause. The Cowboys were going to win an attaboy from the media and social media, way to go, woohoo! And it completely blew up in their face. It's like they didn't anticipate the hand grenade was going to go. The Cowboys in this situation are like Jason Pierre-Paul with fireworks on the 4th of July. They had no idea that the result would be your hand gets blown off. Right? No, no concept of that. And with a chance to correct the error in judgment, the Cowboys doubling down on this decision. Jason Garrett asked about this as well, the Cowboy coach. And again, he repeated over and over and over and over again, time and again. He said, listen, we are standing where we are. We are very firm in all of this. I'll just stand by the statement that I made. Uh, we made a decision yesterday uh, that we thought was in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys, and <laughs> so we're going to stand by that decision. We're going to move forward. Yeah. He repeated that several times. He went on and on and on, and he got annoyed. Finally, Jason Garrett said, no mas. I am done with this. I am done with all of you people. Again, guys, I'm not going to continue to address this. Uh, we made a decision that we thought was in the best interest of the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to stand by that decision. We're going to move on. Yeah. All right, so he just kept repeating that over and over. And the reason he, re- he repeated that is because what else are you going to say? He was told to say that, and he is a puppet. Uh, Jason Garrett is a puppet for management, and so he is going to follow instructions in this one. He's not going to think for himself. He's, that's the company line, and the Cowboys are going to repeat it over and over again. Now, the second part of this, you've got Lucky Whitehead, who will likely end up somewhere else. He's going to end up on another team. That's the, the buzz is that we're hearing he's going to get claimed off the waiver wire in the NFL. So someone's going to get him. He'll be on a different team likely pretty soon. Now, if you believe the agent there, there are multiple teams that want this guy. Now, looking at his stats, I find that hard to believe, but that's what the agent said, right? The agent's a cheerleader, rah, rah, we love our guy, the whole thing, right? The guy's had 30 games, 44 uh, career punt returns and uh, kickoff returns. He's had 30, I think 33 of those. That's been his role. He's not done much of anything else. but he hasn't done anything else. He's listed as a wide receiver, but he's a special teams player in the NFL. So what does this mean? Well, that's going to impact this guy's decision whether or not to file a lawsuit. You do not want to be tagged as the litigious guy. Why? You end up getting blacklisted, right? And, and you are known, even if you, and lucky why it would appear the information that we have, the intel that we have, from, unless you've seen something different, he's he's in the clear on this. Like in this particular case, he was not at fault, but you're still seen as a troublemaker. And it's not like Lucky Whitehead has this again impressive body of work where he can hang his hat on this and he, he can sue away and I'll sue you and I'll sue you and I'm gonna sue you up the wazoo. You can't do that when you have a very limited body of work. Very limited body of work in the NFL. So the other factor is, and, and this is I know from my years of training here, does he have a case to sue the NFL? On the surface, the simpleton would say absolutely he's got a case. After all, Lucky White had got fired for something that he did not do, and he was able to prove that he didn't do it. The police said he didn't do it, 
and the Cowboys still went forward with this decision. The problem is this. you got to dig deeper. Because if you stay at the surface, you're right. But if you dig deeper, based on my years of studying law on sports radio, and I, uh, I've done, I've practiced law here at Fox for many, many years. <laughs> it's the law firm of Fox and Sports and Radio. Uh, we have done this for a long time together. And my legal training, here's what I have determined, okay? This is very important. This is very, very important what I'm about to say here. There's not much of a leg to stand on. The reason, I completely agree, it's unfair, but it doesn't mean it's illegal. See, that's the difference. The unfortunate reality is NFL players are disposable. You can be cut at any time for almost any reason. And while it certainly appears the Cowboys released Lucky Whitehead because he robbed a, uh, stole some stuff from a Wawa's in Virginia, if gone to court, if this thing goes to court, the Cowboys say, no, I'm gonna, here's, my, here's his pro football reference stat page. That's why we got rid of him. He sucks. He's a bum. And, you, and, and then he gave us bad publicity because he, he claimed his dog was dog-napped, and that embarrassed the Cowboys. You know, our, our players don't have their dogs taken like that. That's a, a made-up story. Lucky embarrassed us. So that the reality is, this, it, it is more probable than not the Cowboys have have to have more. If, if the Cowboys don't have anything, and if Lucky Whitehead hasn't gotten into any other trouble, there's no other missteps that we don't know about. Because why would we pay attention to it? Then there's something there. But again. The contracts in the NFL, you can be disposed of at any moment. I know from my life experience in radio, the same thing goes for radio. So it's, uh, you know, they, if they want to get rid of you, they'll get rid of you. They'll find a reason to get rid of you, and it, it might not be what you think it is. They'll tell you one thing, uh, and oftentimes it's two or three other things that they don't tell you. But it's close to impossible to win a lawsuit in that situation, the deck is stacked against you. And, and the argument I've heard is, well, Lucky Whitehead could sue the police in Virginia because clearly someone did not go all the way forward, it would appear. How can you get Lucky Whitehead's Social Security number? I understand the birthday. Like, I get the birthday because that's readily available. I, I, right now, I'm looking at his date of birth, June the 2nd, 1992. I'm looking at it right here. I, but the Social Security... That's a different deal. That's a different deal. But good luck. You sue the police, and the police will say, well, no, the guy gave us the Social Security number. Certainly it seems like somebody did not follow the due diligence in this particular case. But uh, the final thing here, it sure would appear that Jerry Jones is having some heartburn and a few headaches over all of this right now. And they're in the damage control stage. That's what they are. What are the chances, uh, Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie Garcia, that the great Lucky Whitehead goes on and becomes a good NFL player with someone else, that he goes to some random team, you know, Jacksonville or the Dolphins or something? No, not good at all. I mean, the only reason we really know him is because he plays for a high-profile team. Uh, Well, his dog was kidnapped. I mean, it's very sad. Yeah, if he played for the Jaguars – we would not know his dog was dog-napped. It's because he plays for the Dallas or played for the Dallas Cowboys that that's even a story. Yes, yes. Uh, but here, here's, the, here's the reason I think that the Cowboys are not going to bring him back okay. uh, because he, if, if they asked him to come back, if I was Lucky Whitehead, 
I would tell them to go screw themselves. And then if they they look even worse if the guy tells them to go to hell. So I think that's what he would do. And if his agent is right, I don't know that everyone's beating down his door to get this guy, but he probably has some offers from somewhere else. Well, I suppose you got to go through waivers and maybe he'll get claimed. You tell the Cowboys to go screw and you go somewhere else. There's no way you go back to that team that screwed you over. I mean, he's not that desperate for a job, I don't think. How'd the guy get his Social Security or did the police officer not even – Maybe the police officer's like, all right, I believe you. Yeah, you I, don't, like I, don't, I don't think he's got a leg to stand on to sue the Cowboys, but I think he can definitely sue the police department. But the police will say, well, he gave well, us a, security, a Social Security number. I find that hard to believe. But you, it, we talked about it last night, the fingerprints. Yeah. How they, do you get around that? Well, it's it's likely because he was such it was such a small-time thing. They just wrote a citation. You had to go to court. One of those deals where he didn't actually get uh, fingerprinted. Because I think they do that to save yeah. time because it's a pain in the ass for the police when they got to bring everyone down. But the police get sued all the time. They still settle out of court. They'll give them something. Uh, I don't know about that. If they say, hey, we the guy gave us what the guy gave us. We typed it in. That was there, all good. I think you can prove damages. <laughs> I think if you're Lucky Whitehead's attorney, you can prove his, that his reputation but has from been the damaged. Poli- yes, but from the police perspective, they say, well, at the time, that's what the information that we had. This Not is good a- enough. That's not good enough, but no. that's that's if they followed the did protocol. They, did they make mistakes or not? Was a mistake made or not? Well, it would appear that someone did okay. not follow through. But I, I'm not. I was not part of this uh, situation. But it, from the outside, it seems I find it hard. Now, did someone? How would you get Lucky Whitehead's social security number? Like that, I would. I would think that somebody didn't check. Right? They just assume they're like, all right, you look like him, and you gave the birth, date of uh-huh. birth, and. But again, that's an assumption. That's not a fact. That the police will likely say no. That we didn't. We went through all the steps, and that's how it went down. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Talk radio royalty. When this Who? man calls in, everyone stops what they're doing. They want to hear every single word. How is this man going to entertain me? How is he going to excite me? What kind of spine-tingling thing is he going to come up with here? (sighs) Let's find out right now. The defending caller of the year on the Ben Maller Show from New York City. We say hello to Real Talk on Fox Sports Radio. Coming in out of New York, weighing in at 183 pounds, the master of disaster, undefeated, bubble octagon champion, your friend and mine. Real dog. Boom, 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 that was part of the script there. I was we were doing different things. I don't know you what you're talking. Got to be kidding me! I'm you a, killed his entrance. I didn't kill his entrance. I added to it. I added some flavor to the man's entrance there. He was doing his thing. I was like a background singer while Real Talk was doing. It. No, I didn't blow anything. No, no, that was wonderful radio. There was a chemistry. Yeah. Ben, dude, you, you, you can do no wrongs. When you walk, you never walk with your left foot because you always come off right. Ben, ben. That's always. right. We, that was a duet. We were both performing very yes, important <laughs> roles in that, and wrong. we did a wonderful job. It was a collaboration effort is what it was. Wrong. 
Hey, Jesse's here. It's Pedro Martinez. Oh. And Benjamin, I have to say this to you, Ben. And Jesse Cooper, I know you're not happy. Martinez, Ben, are you happy? Oh, Racist. No. Calm down, Pedro. Please calm down there. It's, uh, Sorry, amigo. I know you're excited. My that, bueno. You're excited about that Indian's home run, right? <laughs> Our friend Edwin Encarnacion. Got an oh. yeah, sound by Central right now. On big, the phone. big walk-off Grand Slam. That was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Talk. Yes. Right, uh, well, so, ben, so let, me, let me break it down for you like this. Okay, Ben, because I, I was going to talk. Like, I called a call the other day, and he was asking, um, like, how come your show – it's like at the time it is, which is whatever. Yeah. But there's the thing I want to say. Okay, I got to say this, man, with all honesty, because I listen to a lot of radio. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot yeah. of guys who I like, too, man. I like Pharrell. I like Bomani Jones. And I like a lot of podcasts. I like Stern. I like Corolla Digital. Yeah. So when I say this, I can say this knowing that I listen to a lot of other shows, but you have got the best radio show, bar none. You are topping all the leaderboards. Wow. Dude, you are fighting Thanks. on all cylinders. You're very you kind. Know what I'm re- you're very kind, real talk. And I like that. Yeah. And coming from someone that, that samples a lot of radio and listens to the other gas bags and blowhards, I uh, like that we are number one. Yes. Yeah, nice. dude. It's, it's 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 my plight that the show I fell in love with is between two and six a.m. <laughs> 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 you know well, remember though, it's this is uh, this is prime morning real estate in Europe. Mm-hmm. We have a mm-hmm. lot of we have a lot of expats that listen to the show and military personnel. Uh, all over the place. And for them, this is like daytime radio. We have I, I've gotten messages. I, I have correspondence, real talk, with people that work for Halliburton in the Middle East, building roads and, and whatnot, <laughs> driving trucks. I believe you. And I'm not kidding. And they listen to our show during the day. It's, it's wonderful. So. Well, here's, here's, my, here's my thought. This is what I'm saying. Because it's like this. Like, you ever know someone that like, they have like, tremendous talent and they've got like, so, much, so much opportunity and so much ability. Yeah. There's something it can make you sick to their stomach that they're not getting everything they should get. Well, no, That's no, 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 real, no, real talk. They're very kind. We love being on late at night, as Danny G has pointed out here, that we're on many more radio stations at night mm-hmm. than we would be during the day. And that's uh, network radio. When you're on a network, the stations have local shows during the day. At night, they don't. And so we're on a lot of places we wouldn't be. And my experience is if we move this show during the day, People would say you're not as good as you were during the night. No, no, no. That's what see, they that's, would say. That's, yeah. See, that's that's a trick. That's where I'm. That's where I'm getting off that. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of this. I was wondering, would Fox Sports ever let you just do like, like maybe once a month, like an uncensored Ben Maller on steroids balls yeah. to the wall podcast? That yeah. would be so. Well, I would be. I would awesome. be open to that. I'm sure they would you compensate me for that. And if they compensate me, I would manage it. I would hey! be able to well, do that. Yeah. What if they didn't pay you? Well, I get, I'm a talk whore. I get paid by the word. So. Dude, yeah. but you, but dude, you'd get it on the back end when when your show blew up. Yeah. I mean, dude, think, think about this. Think about this. Okay. I, yeah. You uh-huh. do a four hour podcast once a month. Uh-huh. You get all the callers that you like. Put them on deck, dude. If you get an un, unedited, un, Unfil- so we just, it would just dude, be rip it. Y- yeah. Oh, I would all right. murder. All right. Edit. All right. Well, I'm listen, I have people have asked. So I, my voice went through. All right. I have been asked before Real Talk about this, and some of the, the diehard fans have said do a podcast in addition to the show, and I've, I've thought about it, and uh, I'm still weighing whether or not to do that. So. Ben, I think our great affiliate in Kansas City is at fault for you doing, you know, pay for play because – what they pay you like eight hundred, a thousand a week for your hits? Uh, that there? was how I started actually, but now it's well over uh, several thousand every time I appear. 
Uh, of course, yes, uh, absolutely. Wrong. All right, uh, real talk. You're very kind. Uh, we love you. You are the call of the year. You are Wrong. royalty, and do not be a stranger. Yes, all right. Hey Ben, keep doing your thing. Right. Love the show. I am out of here. Boom, 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 boom. There he goes. The famous sign off from our 2016 Caller of the Year. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It has been. It's fair to say a bad week for Draymond Green. Yes? Is that an accurate statement? Now, it began on Sunday. The festivities kicked off with the social media beatdown at the hands of Conor McGregor. And that turned out to be the highlight of the week so far for Draymond Green. Now, we learned that the the, the news conference we talked about at the very end of the show, I mentioned as I was leaving the airwaves of Fox Sports Radio, that there was a lawsuit. We were going to learn more about it, and there was a, a news conference that was called early in the morning while we were sleeping because we do the overnights. And it turned out that we've learned that the ex-Michigan State football player and his girlfriend filing a lawsuit against Draymond Green, the allegation, assault, battery, and other related claims. All this going down in East Lansing. So, of course, they hired a California attorney, and they had a news conference in Southern California, but the actual lawsuit and damages has been filed in the California Alameda County, which is kind of odd. The incident happened in Michigan, but as we are being told here, the monetary damages, unspecified, being claimed in California. And so here's what happened. The thumbnail version of this particular litigation against Mr. Green uh, alleging all these things, we're going to talk about it, but Green, he was arrested for what was an alleged assault against the former Michigan State football player Jermaine Edmondson. So he was arrested for that, and that this goes back to, to last year. 2016 was when this happened in East Lansing. And so after that, he pled not guilty, and he avoided some jail time. He was, the charge was reduced all the way down to a noise violation. So it went from assault to a noise violation. Uh, there are reports that Draymond Green admitted he was at fault and apologized for the situation, and that's part of the reason this all went away. Uh, but now we have a civil situation. But it, it may be just a, uh, a record-setting type of situation. When you talk about financial investment in a noise violation, because that's what the final uh, charge was, a noise violation. It's going to be a very expensive noise violation, uh, you would think. You would think that's going to be the case. So supposedly the, the former old Sparty football player, Jermaine Edmondson, and his girlfriend, this Bianca Williams, whoever that is, they had a real sob story. I mean, they laid it on. They laid it on thick here. They were really going for it here. There were there were tears a-flowing in the Los Angeles area at this news conference, Edmondson in particular, very upset, claiming he's received threats on social media, and he wakes up crying. He's in cry. He's a puddle of tears, this guy. And it's all Draymond Green's fault. All his fault. All right, do we have, let's go to the audio tape, as Warner Wolf would say. Let's go and let's listen to a man break down as he's filing a lawsuit, trying to get lots of money out of an NBA player. Even though he was the one that got arrested, it was my name that got dragged through the mud. People made fun of me online and in person. 
fans of Draymond and MSU and the Warriors started threatening me. Is he reading? And I no longer, I no longer felt safe on campus. He's reading. No one stood up for me. Why don't you talk from the heart? Even close friends that I thought would be in my wedding one day. Oh, sure. Oh, stop. Shut up. I have never felt so low in my life. Oh, please. There'll be worse things in your life. I felt like I was being kicked. Oh, stop. When I was already on the ground. I ended up leaving MSU for a while. Oh, good. I think about what happened with Draymond every day. Get over I it. I still feel his hand on my on my jaw. Oh my God. There are nights when I wake up crying. Oh, what a whoop. I don't understand a, a why my name has been turned into this joke. <laughs> yes, you stand in front of a room full of cameras. And he gets all the credit. Oh, yeah, for being a superstar and standing up for oh, women. No one knows who you are. You, you're a failed football player. That's why. We like Draymond because he's apparently good at basketball, although Conor McGregor has never heard of him and wants him to stay in school. <laughs> oh, man. That is, uh, that is quality is what that is. Do you think he wrote that or the lawyer wrote that? What do you think? <laughs> Oh man, I I, sh- I should be just like that. I mean, I've gotten threats, and people say how bad you know the show is at times, and things like that. And uh, you know, why am I not on when the sun's up? I think about that every night. I'm a failure in life. Oh my God, just makes me sick. Just makes me sick. <laughs> I mean, that the line about you know, waking up crying. I mean, my God, Coop, this, this is ridiculous. Yes, he's saying all of this standing at a podium in front of a like a big flat screen, and it says the Bloom Firm Attorney at Law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a room full of cameras. You know, every TV station in Los Angeles and uh, the national cable networks were all covering this. Uh, they sent out a news release on a Monday to announce, hey, come at 9 in the morning tomorrow, we're going to have this big event. Uh, it was just, just ridiculous. Now, do we, we have more? Do we have more from this guy? I think we have a little more. All right, let's, uh, this, is, this guy's gold here. What a uh, great thespian. I told him that he could at least say excuse me. But instead, <laughs> he asked people around me who I was. <clears throat> like I wasn't even worthy of talking to him. Then he looked at me in the eye and said, I know n- like you. I pay for All right. Wow. All right. <laughs> well, he said that. I mean, he said in that context, I don't know that that's. Uh... All right. Well, we, apparently we can't play any more than that because uh, we're not allowed to use that, that word, apparently. Is that the. Uh... All right. Anyway, it's, uh, so let, let's talk about this. Now, the, the question is how concerned should Draymond Green, Draymond Green be over all of this? Uh, th- this is a minor, a minor deal. I mean, most people look at this and they say, okay, we got a guy that didn't make it in football, and there was obviously something went on. The police were involved in this. So uh, there's no dispute that there was an incident, but are you telling me that this guy is such a Mr. Softy that here we are a, a year later or whatever it is, and this guy is waking up crying because of this and that he can't get over it? I mean, Listen, see a therapist. That's it. Seems a little weak to me. That seems a little weak to me. Uh, I'm not in his shoes, but my opinion is that's a little weak. All right, and, and here a couple of thoughts here. Hey, Draymond Green, this is a nuisance and a pattern of debauchery. So it's like you got two dueling themes here. 
A, Draymond Green's got money. He's got an $85 million contract to play basketball in Northern California. Every man, woman, and child knows this who likes basketball, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Michigan State's old football player there, this guy Edmondson, he was aware of it. Jermaine Edmondson was aware of that, and if he wasn't aware of it at the time, after the incident, he became aware of it, and he made sure to lawyer up. And when you got that kind of money, it is both a blessing and a curse. It is a curse because you got a large bullseye right on the back of you if you're Draymond Green. And a lot of people going around, they're like, hey, this guy can pay me a lot of money. I can get a big payday out of this guy. And and so it's, it's kind of like high-profile athletes, the people that hang out at these different establishments, there's a small percentage, not everybody, there's a small percentage, that are like flies attracted to a large steaming pile of poop uh, with these athletes that have money. They keep hovering around. They're waiting, right? So it's a blessing, though, on the other side because Draymond Green's got enough money to pay the top legal counsel. So even with that, though, the fact that this has gone as far as it's gone here and then two days of, of media coverage, and it's going to get dragged further and further along here. So this is a nuisance for one Draymond Green. But remember, the burden of a civil lawsuit is the preponderance of the evidence, which means if it goes to a jury situation, they if they believe the plaintiff's allegations are more likely true than not, rather than beyond a reasonable doubt, uh, it's a much uh, higher criminal standard in the criminal case than it is in a civil case. But how much money is this worth? I mean, the, the question is, like, okay, so something happened. Uh, we, we know something went down. We know that Draymond Green pled guilty, and it was eventually whittled down to a noise violation. But how much is that worth? Like, uh, does, is anyone going to believe that Jermaine Edmondson was so – he's such a delicate flower, this guy, that some social media backlash and the fact that you know, it was a Draymond Green that didn't apologize that this is the uh, the end of his life, that he's a pile of goo and he can't go on with his life. I mean, it just seems illogical. I mean, at least where I come from. Right? Maybe there are a lot of people like this, that they just can't go on with their lives because a famous person had an interaction with them uh, at the at the bar, some nightclub, whatever it was in, in Michigan. And then you've got this Lisa Bloom, the attorney who filed this particular case, the spawn of Gloria Allred. Now, when it comes to lawyers, in my my time on this planet, there has been not a single bigger camera whore why, than, than this particular lawyer involved, uh, the, the mom of this particular lawyer. And, and from what I have been told here, Lisa Bloom does not have the greatest of track records as far as success in the courtroom. Uh, I know she's done some TV stuff and things like that, and maybe that'll change here. Maybe she'll get the win in this particular case. Now, on the other side of it, from Part B, from the Warriors, it's not complicated yet. Right? This is a trend of shady activity off the court. So in that respect, it, it is a clear pattern of debauchery. But Draymond Green is living life. We know he's he's enjoying it, right? He's enjoying himself, the the collateral damage of some overindulgence. Uh, these things pop up, and uh, it's almost like a Floyd Mayweather. Remember, remember when Mayweather said, all right, form Voltron, 
And then his goons came over and circled around Conor McGregor. That's how I envisioned this going down. Of course, I wasn't there, and I've never seen it. Uh, I know see no video on this, but that's how I that's how I envisioned this going down. Like Draymond Green, they, you know, there was uh, they walked into each other, these two dopes, and Draymond's like form Voltron, and then the next thing you know, uh, it's all going down. It's all going down. This is also very much like some old school NBA guys, like Anthony Mason, the late Anthony Mason. Charles Barkley used to get into dust ups like this uh, from time to time. But as long as Draymond Green continues to be good on the court then the Warriors will overlook all of this. There's no concern at all. The Warriors are winning. He's got nothing to worry about. Now, the moment that Draymond Green regresses, then he becomes a distraction and expendable and all that, but we're not there yet. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Alongside and... Is it all over now in Seattle? It is, is a it... final. No, is it a final? It is a final. Did the Mariners come the back. The Mariners rally with wow. two in the thirteenth and beat the Red Sox six to five. And uh, I'm sure everyone in Boston stayed up. Till yes, three you, in the morning to if watch. You stayed the up at the end of that. Was that Doug Fister that came it in? It was the, end there? the great uh, Doug Fister. He really uh, gave it to the Red he Sox. Did. Apparently, yeah. his own team. Uh, he did a little bit. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's a tough blow there. So the Red Sox, who had scored a run. In the top of the 13th, and they end up blowing it in the bottom of the 13th inning, spoiling the debut of the next great Red Sox, Rafael Devers, uh, who... You blew it! I don't think he had a hit, did he? I don't think he did. He had uh, a couple of walks, I believe. I don't think he had a hit. Well, they picked up uh, Eduardo Nunez yeah. in a trade, so I guess... Uh, uh, according to so Rosenthal, well, Rosenthal said that the Nunez is going to play uh, like a utility role. That's oh, yeah? He, that's what he claimed. We'll see about yeah. that. I'm guessing that came directly from Dave Dombrowski, but I don't know for sure. I have no idea that that came in any way from Dave Dombrowski. So, uh, now, this, this story that I've been teasing, and I must get to it right now, it involves defending, defending virtual reality, defending make-believe. Michael Phelps has been getting a lot of pushback because of the ridiculousness on the Discovery Channel the other night, the Shark Week festivities, and he... They've been promoting this for months that he was going to race a great white shark. Well, he didn't actually. We know he didn't race a great white shark. It was, it was a misrepresentation of what took place. And so Michael Phelps said, "It's not my fault. It's not my fault if you're so stupid." Now, he, this part he didn't actually say, but this is what he I mean, he meant to say. It's not. It's not his fault that viewers are so stupid that they thought he would actually be racing a real shark. And uh, he he went on a social media rant. Not only Michael Phelps, but the people at the Discovery Channel also releasing a statement as they've gotten their own blowback. There's talk of some fringe freak groups filing lawsuits against the Discovery Channel for the Michael Phelps Shark Week stunt that took place. And uh, Discovery, in their statement, Eddie, they said that they enlisted world-class scientists. <laughs> they uh, talked I'll, I'll about be- that. They said, I'll bet they did. Said the show took smart science and technology to make the challenge more accessible and fun. All the promotion, interviews, and the program itself made clear. Discovery said that the challenge was not a side-by-side race. But their advertising didn't make it clear. Exactly. Exactly. And Michael Phelps, screw you. Uh, <laughs> you knew you weren't racing a real shark. You could have. Uh... Explain that if you were so concerned about being blamed over this. He knew exactly what was going on. Screw you. Look at you, Eddie. You're 
upset by this? You're, you're troubled by this? No, yeah. I'm just, come on. There I, is no don't way. Don't try and say, oh, it's not my fault. I didn't know what was going on. Now, I've heard my fellow blowhards on radio say, well, they could you know, set up a plexiglass thing or something like that and have a race. There's no way you could have a race, right? There's no. It would have to be over a very short period. I mean, you're going to put the, the great pool? white yeah. shark in a in neighborhood a pool. pool. Yeah. Yes, and the shark's not. I mean, it's impossible. It would. It's possible, no, but it's it, not but possible. it's not. It's How not realistic. It How is it possible? Look, we could. They could you, make the, some sort the, of a long, like plastic track or something okay. that they could uh, uh, they release drop? the thing. I'm saying how you they, could do it, but, but it's not, gonna, you're not going to spend all the money to do that. How are they going to get the shark to race? What are they going to do? Put a carrot in front of the shark? No, no, no. Those Boston Red Sox hot dogs. Oh, yeah. With the yeah. Fenway, the monster dog at Fenway Park is the number one hot dog. And then just dog. reel it. Yeah, and then the shark will chase after. Okay, so that's all they got to no, do. Ed, Eddie's yeah. right, Ben. This this is totally doable. Okay, cool. explain but to me how you are going. Much no, no, no. How you you're going to get a salt water pool? Is that what you're going to do? Get a big pool, put salt water. Well, in there. No, like you 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 know, kind of like you know, warding off part of the part of the ocean, like some cove. Part of the ocean. No, right, no. Just yes. think of it like a giant tube that you would make that the shark would have to swim through. There's nowhere else for him to go. Right, but okay. but and then and then you you capture it maybe like, you know, a week in advance and you starve it. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> it's yeah. super like hungry. Going, yeah. And you put yeah. some sort of injured like sea mammal yeah. At the end of the tube, right, I'm not with Coop anymore. As a prize, as a prize, yeah. right? And right. you don't think that that shark's gonna race to eat that that animal? I think All right. so. All right. Well, I think it's gonna have eyes for Michael Phelps. Yeah, uh, it'll go right uh, through that plexiglass. It, it can't see Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. It's it's a it's a one way uh, one way it's glass. A, it's a, it's oh, a right. blind Scott shark. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, Maller to the third degree on a hump day for us. A hump day on the show. It's the middle middle portion of the week, and we bring in the Coupe de Loup. Benny's supposed to be one of the best young talents in the NFL, but I can't seem to remember the last time he did anything great. Uh, Andrew Luck is yeah. starting training camp on the physically unable to play list, well, the pup list. Yeah. But Colts GM Chris Ballard says that Luck hasn't endured any setbacks and should be ready for the season. Does this smell fishy to you at all? Well, it doesn't smell like fish, but I would be worried if I am a Colts backer. I would not be happy about this. And the reason why, A, actions are much more important than words, right? Yeah, I, 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 I live in the spoken word platform, but... What actually happens means much more. The fact is that Andrew Luck is on the injured list. To me, that's an obvious red flag. Indianapolis clearly wants to use kid gloves. Like They think that Andrew Luck uh, you know, needs more time. He's not ready to go right now or else he'd be out there. He needs the work in training camp. There's some major hiccups in his giddy-up, some flaws that he's got to work out. And so this is valuable time for Andrew Luck stuff that he needs to accomplish on the field. Some of it you can only accomplish even in these practice games. And B, the Colts, if they could, would wrap Andrew Luck in a giant sheet of bubble wrap. You can't do that. Andrew Luck is going to be tossed around like a tin can in a tornado sooner than later. The Colts are giving him, it would appear, the Adrian Peterson package. 
The word is from those that pay close attention to the Colts that Luck is not going to play in any of the exhibition games because of the shoulder. That they're so worried about this delicate shoulder, they're not going to bother playing him. Uh, now, if he's that fragile, right, how is he going to handle his body, the NFL life? This is a problem. Uh, this is not encouraging unless you happen to follow teams like the Tennessee Titans or the Houston Texans or even the London-slash-Jacksonville Jags. But Andrew Luck has been a disappointment. He hasn't gotten better, and he's constantly injured. Next! Reports say that the Celtics are showing interest in a trade for Kyrie Irving with the thought being that they would send Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and one of their future first-round picks. Ben, what are the chances this happens, and if it does... Would you expect a Kyrie versus LeBron showdown in the Eastern Conference Finals? No, no. I, this has zero chance of happening. Zero. Not one. Zero. Zero chance of happening. Number one, Boston's GM, Danny Ainge. Let's pay attention here. He has been in on every star player in the NBA over the last couple of months. Paul George. Blake Griffin, Jimmy Butler, all these players, some of them have changed teams. Blake Griffin decided to stay with the Clippers. And how does it always work out? We've seen this script before. There's no rewrite here. Danny Ainge is interested, but he doesn't want to trade any of his assets, doesn't want to give up any of the draft picks he's been hoarding for a rainy day. And so nothing gets done, and nothing's going to get done here. And number two, it is a lateral move from the Celtics' perspective, because they would likely have to give up someone like Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving. Both those guys are scorers, number one. Now, you could argue because Irving's bigger that he's better than Thomas, but it would be great theater. I would agree. It would be great theater to have Kyrie and LeBron against each other in the Eastern Finals, but it's a total pipe dream. The Cavaliers have a better chance of getting retaliation and sending Kyrie to one of the Siberia franchises in the NBA and let him go out and play in Sacramento or Memphis, somewhere like that, rather than send him where he wants to go. Next! Ben, the Cubs have been surging and playing some of the best baseball in the league over the past week or so. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Do you think they're back in the mix? Well, yeah, you have to look at this objectively and say, even though the Brewers won their game big, a, a rare win for Milwaukee here, absolutely. First of all, this is a combination, a combo dish in the National League Central. The Cubs are finally starting to fatten up against the doormats of baseball. There's so many more bad teams than good teams in baseball. The lovable winners, the Chicago Cubs, torch the Orioles. They bludgeoned the Braves, and they sliced through the Cardinals, and now they're beating up on the White Sox this week. And that's to start the second half of the season. Now, heading into Tuesday, the Cubs, and they still are because the Dodgers won also, the Cubs and Dodgers have the best records in baseball since the All-Star break. It's only been uh, a week and a half since the All-Star game was completed. The Brewers have been on a spiral of death prior to their win in the game against Washington. Milwaukee had the third worst record in baseball since the All-Star break. So we got parallel races. You got the Cubs playing well, the Brewers who stink right now, although they did win again against the Nationals. And secondly, the real muscle, the real muscle for the Cubs 
is going to be this weekend at the trade deadline. The trade deadline is Monday afternoon. This is the point of demarcation. You know it, and I know it. The Brewer fan knows it. The Cub fan knows it. You have the haves and the have-nots at the trade deadline. Now, the Brewers have made a minor transaction or two, but the Cubs have already got Jose Quintana uh, and Theo Epstein and the Ivy League nerds that that are underneath him. Uh, they are going to go out. They're going to get more pitching, and the Cubs will improve their roster noticeably. You can't say the same thing about the Brewers. Uh, going into this trade deadline, you say, but Milwaukee's not going to make the big deal. The Cubs will to fortify their roster. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. That's a winner, and we move on to the instant trivia. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. No, I was trying to save time, but it Coop whispered in my headphones, Ben, you won, but we got it. We got a hard, I actually didn't whisper We got a hard that, out. No, you did. I, you, I was going to pass you anyway, so I don't know why. That's a win. Well, why did Danny play a little buzzer there? Because well, you didn't even give me a chance, so I that's an you automatic a, I, fail. I was you trying can't to grade impro- yourself. No, I wasn't grading myself. Now you, told now me my, you failed. You told me in my you headphones that I won. Day, Not a cheater. You told me in my headphones that I won, so we move on. Wrong. Trying to save time. We got a Wrong. network clock here that we're very, we're very tight ship on the Ben Maller Show. We don't go past where we're supposed to stop. We don't do that at all. You look like a big, fat clown. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Tinderoni Tips. In a bit of a dry spell, Tinder guru Danny G is here to help. If you have a romantic query and you are under the age of 50 and you're not freaky or disgusting, please give us a call. All right, here we go. Let's do this. It's Tinderoni Tips. Danny G making his way into the studio for a little dating advice, and it's every week at this time. If you like it, it's every week. If you don't like it, it is only once a week. It is absolutely no big deal. We'll have some bonus content also on that you'll only get on the Periscope app for these seven people that are on there. Special content for you. Special content. All right. Everybody likes hump day, Big Ben. Happy Wednesday. Yes. Uh, I read uh, – here's a, a fun fact, uh, Danny – Men who have a selfie as their profile photo on their dating profile actually receive 8% less in return messages compared to other men. So do not have a selfie, Danny. It's not surprising. Women think it's not masculine for men to have lots of selfies in their phones. Okay. What if you have a selfie stick? Does that make it better? (laughs) That makes you a tourist. That makes you a tourist? All right. Uh, Here's a guy, Steph Not Curry on Twitter says, you guys – Ever dated a, a hotel snob? My current girlfriend is a nightmare when we travel. Complains about every room. What is the compromise? Uh, uh, this is a big problem. I, I have yeah. dealt with this in my life. I, I dated a girl that was like that too. Major problem trying to travel with somebody like that. Yeah. And you, you really can't be spontaneous and just go somewhere for the weekend because you got to map it out. You got to read fifty reviews to make sure. That, you know, it's going to be a perfect hotel for this girl. And that is a black hole of money right there. Yeah. The biggest part is the financial component. I'm the kind of guy, I think you're like me, Danny. I could pretty much stay anywhere as long as there's not bed bugs. I was just going to say, as long as the hotel is clean and it's quiet enough for you to sleep, you know, I I, I get it. I would not want to stay in a one-star either. I usually try to go with the three-star hotels, but it gets expensive. 
Yeah, it does. I, I stayed at a, when I was single. I went to New York to with my brother, my, my older brother. I stayed at a, at a hotel one time. I, I was the bathroom was so small. I had to use a different bathroom. Ah. I wouldn't even fit in there. But I saved <laughs> a lot of money on the room. Uh, I had a hotel where the bathroom was right next to the bed. Oh. And so the girl I was with like refused to go to the bathroom. <laughs> she thought I would hear her. All right, Ron on Twitter says, I'm about to have my fifth date with this girl I'm dating, and I feel like it is going to happen. Advice on what I yeah. should do for this date. Well, speaking of destination situations, I would I would take her out of town somewhere on the – I don't know if you're anywhere near water – but uh, or well, everyone's near water. In one yeah, way or another, true, yeah. true. Some something that she's gonna remember and brag to her friends. Oh my God, he did this and we did this. Make right. it memorable. All right. uh, real talk. Uh, he wants to give a, a question. Real talk. What you got? Real talk. Oh, what's up, Ben? Hey, everyone out there. This is real talk. Player tip number twenty-seven. <laughs> Condoms are like medication. You wouldn't let someone handle your medication. So handle your own condoms. Use them, yeah. remove them, dispose them. And that's some real talk for your ass. All right. All right. Thank you. Usually, oh, where'd he go? Usually like, athletes have to worry. About, usually athletes have to worry about that big band. I mean, we hear stories about how women will take a needle yeah. and poke a hole in there and then, you know, hand it to Draymond Green and be like, hey. All right, Danny, you got, you have, you're going to have seven seconds. Okay. Raider Paul, I have the biggest crush on my supervisor. How do I make this work? Oh. You don't. Seven seconds. Stay away from your supervisor. No, no. You make it work. You uh, just have to get a different okay. job. Baby, give me a raise in two ways. Yeah, like there that? you go. Yeah, but then <laughs> you got to be prepared to be fired, though. That's a th- <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Attention, everyone. And the password is password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. Let's do it. Here we go. It is password time. And who are we going to have on password this week? Let's see. Meeny, meeny, miny, mo. Pick a caller by his name. Let's say hello to Joe in Kansas City. Hello, Joe. Hey, Ben. I love hearing you on my local station. Uh, Very cool, Joe. Thank you. I love being on in Kansas City. You guys have been great. Fans of the show, great supporters of the show. What do you do, Joe? Uh, I work for an agency. An agency? Like, there's a lot of different agencies, Joe. Like, what, That's right, there is. You you want to be kind of, you want to be cryptic. You can be cryptic, and you are being cryptic. All right. Oh, I think. Oh, that's, uh, F, we want FBI? No? All right. Coops. All right. All right, well, hold on, Joe. We're going to have you play. Uh, Joe, who works for an agency. And uh, who else? Uh, Angry Bill. Wants to play. Hello, Angry Bill. Hello, guys. How you doing? Aren't you asking me what I do? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't really care. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you want to talk about what you do. No, you no, don't. no. If you don't want to ask, I don't want to talk about it. Eddie, should we ask Angry Bill what he does for a living, other than harass us? No. Goes to clan meetings. I don't. Know. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, uh, we're good. All right, hold on a second. Let's head to head team competition. So, Joe in Kansas City, who would you like to partner up with? Joe, you can play with me, Ben. You got Eddie, you got Danny G, and Coop the Loop. Oh, I'm going to go Coop the Loop. Oh, wow. The Coop has all been right, picked. All right. all right, hold on a sec, Joe. Angry Bill. Who would you like to partner up with, Angry Bill? 
He picked my guy. Are you kidding me? Oh, you want to hang up on yourself? Well, no, no, no. I mean, you're going to have a fit, or what are you going to do here? No, you, no, how about no, your man up? Boot. Stop being a wuss and pick somebody. Thief, how about that? The thief wanted to pick and go. The thief wanted to pick and go along with liar, liar. But uh, I'm going to take Big Ben. All right. Now, listen, yes. we will win another. We, we did good the one time. Remember? Uh, remember when uh, I was still up? Yeah, all right. Uh, stop. <laughs> all right. Uh, you somehow got by Coop. I can't believe that. Another game where Eddie will not win. I'll let the record so show. So glad Angry Bill did not Not me. picked and not picked here, so let's get to it here. This is uh, very uh, exciting. Oh, my. All right, gentlemen, ten words on the board, and they start off worth ten points each. For every incorrect guess, we take a point away. Joe, you were on the line first. So you get to go first. Pick a number one through ten. Hold on a sec. Let me punch Joe up. Let me make sure he's on the right three. bank. Number three. Number three. Okay. All right, Coop, you ready? Yes. It doesn't matter if he's ready or not. We've got to go. All right, Joe. Uh, let's go with seasoning. Uh, Rob. No. No. All right. He said rub. All right. Now, I am going to use the Maller Maneuver. I'd like to alert all our affiliates. I'm going to use the Maller Maneuver. Oh, no. All right. All right. Angry Bill, you heard what Coop said. Here we go. He was trying to do this sound effect. Angry Bill, listen. I'm I'm doing the Maller Maneuver. Here we go. Salt. Pepper. Yeah! It works again, the Maller Maneuver! Woo! That was my bad, I, Joe. I, I love when Ben applauds himself. That was Danny G. All right. No, it uh, wasn't. You shouldn't be clapping, Danny. All right, that's yeah. nine points for the good guys. Yeah, no one else will. And so the he's bad guys. All right, now we're up, Angry Bill. This is where we go for the jugular, right here. This is where right. we go for the jugular. All right, Angry Bill, one, two, or five through ten? Or four I'll through ten? Right? Seven for Mickey Mantle. Number seven. seven. Okay. Number seven. Here we go. Let's do this, Angry Bill. Uh, let's go with. Hmm. I'm not sure if I can. I'm not sure if I can use that. Uh, let's see here. Let's do something else. Uh, let's go with. Dive. Splash. Oh! Wow! Wow! There's a chemistry that we have. There's magic. We 19 nothing. Yeah, cheaters unite. Shut up. I'm to tell you guys wow. how smart I am. Listen, I, I, I fed you uh, with my mind. I connected with you. Something else that I'm, Angry I'm Bill is good at. I'm really scared. 19 to nothing. God, I had the perfect Coop. clue for that one. Coop is no, I had the perfect clue. No, that Die. was a garbage clue. Listen, you're lucky that you have a no, great no, partner. Stop. Don't call him gray. You're going to get a big head. <laughs> All right, back to Coop. We go. You're listening to Password, the word game of the stars. It's Angry Bill and me, Ben, dominating. 19 nothing. we're ahead. All right, Joe. One, two, four through six, or eight through ten. Pick a number. Uh, two for the deuce dive we're taking right now. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that is All not, right. Uh, not incorrect. Uh, that is not wrong. All right, you need this one. Tough one. Um, I'm gonna go with costume. Uniform. No. No. All right. Come on. All right. <laughs> Joe, you should have picked me. It's a bad job, buddy. Yeah. 
right. yeah. uh, let's go with you heard what Coop said. I, I'm going to go with um, mask. Disguise. Oh, what is wow! happening? The, are they that like instant messaging wow! back and forth? Wow! What is going on here? This, this is, is a domination something, for Something's up. Here. The man Get cannot be stopped. Something is up. He cannot be stopped. We have. This is a perfect game. We got a perfect game. There's not. There's no cheating going on here. There's no cheating going on shenanigans. here. Shenanigans. Yeah, I oh, definitely call We've gotten everyone right. Uh, why don't you give me credit? Rather than insult me and angry Bill, why don't you celebrate greatness? That you was a, it was a very, very fishy pause yeah. there. But I, There's I don't no know. fishiness There's going some on. Sort of if you man, look closely, extra communication. Ben's flip driving. phone is open over there. Oh, stop. There's no cheating going on. You guys exchanged cell numbers? You, you, you texting? Yeah, we were... Be- <laughs> we were messaging? Yeah, we were in jail together, me and Angry Bill, when he robbed a bank. We were in jail together after that. All right. This guy's very important for me. All right, it's 27 to nothing, and I feel like I, this game is it's, over. It's, it's over. That's it. All right, and that means the winner is Angry Bill and Ben, and you get Angry Bill your own personal. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Congratulations, Angry Bill. And, Joe, you get nothing. You got cheater. shut out, Joe. Yeah, I'm not cheater. a cheater. You're a cheater. You didn't pick. You could have picked me. You could have picked me. You didn't pick me, Joe. I didn't want to cheat. Oh, stop! You know what? You didn't score one single point. You got I shut out. That. You embarrassed yourself. How if dare you? If it's Pepper, who doesn't say so? Oh, stop! All right, that's cool. But that's right. He said, the, game's, he, the game's over, guys. Yeah, that's right. Uh, sorry, go away. Uh, thank you. Want a golden ticket? There he is, Angry Bill. Uh, very nice. Another win for me, as uh, we always point out at this time. I am the all times wins leader. At all of these games, and Password in particular, uh, no one has been able to slow down the fast-moving train. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.